Welcome to Holy Trinity Catholic Church from Beaverton, Oregon. Good morning, everybody. So as you all know, COVID's going around again. Uh, Father Bill tested positive on Friday morning. So say a little prayer for him. For me, that means I only found out I was preaching this weekend on Friday afternoon. For you, that means a short homily. <laughs> so I'm going to begin with a little secret here, and it's a good thing my wife is not here this morning uh, because I'd be in the doghouse again. I should probably just set up a permanent cot out there, you guys, honestly. <laughs> but here it is. In our house, I am the best cook. In my humble opinion, I am the best cook. She can bake, I can cook, right? There it is. That's my homily. Thank you. <laughs> Truth be told, uh, I do enjoy cooking, and I know many of you do as well. One of the things I've learned about cooking, though, is that what's most fun about it, uh, it's not necessarily finding that new recipe or tweaking that old one or even pulling something off the stove or off the grill or out of the oven and having it turn out just perfectly. It's that moment when you set it down in front of your family or your friends and it's a hit. I mean, they just devour it, right? They go back for seconds and then thirds and not just these tiny little polite portions, right? They're filling their plates, right? And they're saying, mm, this is so good, right? That's, that's when you know you've, you've done it, you've arrived, right? In my house, the indication that you've hit that mark, that you've truly gone above and beyond, it's when my son turns to you and he says, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> Joseph is never one to waste words. <laughs> Friends, there's a principle in the spiritual life that if you really want to enjoy something, if you want to appreciate it, truly possess it, rather than maybe we could say being possessed by it, you have to give it away. You have to share it. That goes for everything. It goes for our talents, our possessions, our skills, our knowledge, certainly our love. Whatever it is, if you truly want to possess it, you have to share it. I think about that line in Philippians where St. Paul talks about the Incarnation and he praises Jesus who, though he was in the form of God, did not cling to godliness, right? Did not grasp it, but rather emptied himself, taking the form of a servant. Or think about what happens here on our altar really every day, right? Where the Lord turns to us and gives himself away, his very person, saying, take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. So if you truly want to possess something, you've got to give it away. You've got to share it. And friends, that's true for the mercy and the forgiveness of God as well. To truly experience the healing power of God's mercy in our lives, to have the sense of inner peace and well-being, in Hebrew that word is shalom, to have that come into our hearts, to have that kind of fruit of God's forgiveness we also have to be willing to share that forgiveness with others. You know, psychologists tell us that unresolved hurts and emotional wounds that we carry within, sometimes going back all the way to childhood, they don't just go away. They tend to sit there and they fester and they even come out sideways, sometimes in surprising ways. The way forward is forgiveness. Not forgetting what happened to us, not pretending like it didn't happen, but acknowledging it and then choosing consciously to let it go. Choosing to forgive the debt. Choosing compassion and empathy over 
vengeance or condemnation, choosing to no longer be bound by that choice that hurt us. If we would receive mercy, then we have to practice mercy. I don't think it's that God engages in a tit-for-tat, right? Well, you forgive this person, then I'll forgive you. Or you don't forgive, so I'm not going to forgive you either. That's not the way God works. God never withholds his mercy. But I think on our side, when we nurse grudges, when we refuse to let somebody out of the box, when we continue to bind them, we end up binding ourselves as well. Because those interior channels, those places in our hearts through which God's love and mercy want to flow, want to come in, they begin to constrict, right? They grow more narrow and they close off. And soon the divine life that God has put in our hearts begins to dry up and wither as well, along with the joy and the peace and the hopefulness that are its fruits. And I wonder if that's why our world right now can seem such a bitter, cheerless, depressing, even hopeless place for many of us. Our refusal to be merciful with one another is cutting us off from the source of life itself. So very simply this morning, everybody, if you're missing that sense of joy and peace and openness to life that you look for, that you hope for, that you desperately want, a good first step out of that is to ask yourself, is there someone against whom I'm holding a grudge? Who am I holding in my debt? Who am I holding bound? And then, very consciously, choose life. Choose to let them go. Choose to set them free and yourself free as well. If you want to experience the liberating power of God's mercy in your life, then share that mercy with others. Forgive your brother or your sister from their, your heart so that our Heavenly Father can forgive you as well. Thank you for joining us. You can learn more on our parish website at h-t.org. We hope that you will subscribe to our YouTube channel or try and join us for Mass if you're local. Again, all the information will be on h-t.org.